Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Griff Carger said you were coming there. We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Luke, or Lululuntic, from Ewok Squadron. Thank you for tuning into Forest Moon Radio. Today, I have a special guest and a couple of regulars. I have Dave. Hey, how's everybody doing? Glad to be back. It's me, Ewok Squad member Dave. I'm here in London, not too far from actually where Luke lives himself. And we got uh, Justice. Justice, also Atreides Online um, from Abita Springs, Louisiana, uh, Crescent City Corsair. And we have Mike joining us from the UCX podcast. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Let us know where we can find you and listen to you. Yeah, hey guys, this is Mike. Uh, we're in Utah. We're about 30 minutes south of Salt Lake City. Originally, we were the UVX squadron, so Utah Valley X-Wing. But uh, we switched over to UCX to be more inclusive of everybody in, in our state. We have a podcast. Was it just UCX podcast? It's uh, me and then my co-host Nate and Andrew. Uh, we just chit chat and have a good time about X-Wing and uh, regale our traveling stories. And then uh, we're on Instagram for uh, Utah Competitive X-Wing where we just share photos of our daily bat reps and builds and repaints and all the nerdy X-Wing stuff that we'll all come to enjoy. I'll have to get a link from you to follow that. All right. So today was a big day for X-Wing. Uh, everyone knows that FFG was moving over to AMG Atomic Mass Games, and today was their first sort of announcement getting to know us. They had a Twitch stream today with some announcements of their Star Wars stuff that they have with their license, including X-Wing, Armada, Legion. So to get some stuff out of the way at the be- beginning of the stream, they were kind of debunking some myths that everybody was kind of spitting around. No 3.0. Yeah, no 3.0. Organize, they talked, I mean, at the beginning, they talked about the myth about no 3.0. They made sure that was clear to all X-Wing players. Then they talked about, you know, organized play, how they're going to keep the competitiveness of organized play. Unfortunately, we're not going to get a Worlds this year, but they have plans for Worlds next year. Yes. So there might be a th- few store kits towards the end of 2021. Yes. They mentioned that they're going to get out some store kits, smaller events, and build it up towards that, which I'm sure, again, that was one of the big concerns I heard from a lot of people because AMG in their Marvel Crisis Protocol had a different philosophy for their organized play. But they did mention that they're going to look at other organized play as well for the smaller stores. Like They're going to look at like player-benefiting organized play. Uh, they talked about co-op, 
possibly different things, which, you know, is great. And they mentioned, it, this was on the Legion side, but they mentioned an event called Vader Down from the comics and how that might may play in to a Legion event. So we hope to see stuff like that for X-Wing as well. Yeah, different kind of themed events for X-Wing would be pretty cool. And I, I know everybody plays it and we're used to just the standard death match, but... I mean, it, FFG tried it, that. Yeah. When 2.0 first came out, they like had the kits for quick play. If you do quick play and you check off these cards and you get stuff for doing that. And they did stuff like that for Keyforge as well. Which was pretty cool. You collect a certain amount of decks or do certain things in small tournaments. You could check stuff up on the off in the app and you could spend your ambers that you would get from your car, uh, your decks towards certain things. It'd be nice to see something like that and maybe personally I, I wish that they would have talked about the app a bit more because I think they know it's trash right now. I think they were going in this not talking bad about anything, not going negative, just showing all positivity, which is great. That's what we need. Yeah. Well, and especially if you were looking at the comments during the same time, we need more positivity. Mike, is there any answers that or that they gave you, or is there questions that you wanted answered? Well, I thought it was interesting of who they selected to to lead the Twitch stream. So it was Will Schick, who's their head of product development, and then Simone Elliott, who's the head of studio. But it sounded to me like Simone came from FFG and is going to uh, AMG, while Will was part of AMG beforehand. Does that sound about right to you guys? Yeah. But we still don't know how many people from FFG are making the switch over to AMG at this time, correct? We know, I mean, Legion, We like we know Luke Eddy, because they brought up Luke Eddy's name for Legion. We don't know X-Wing. Well, at least we know, we got what we wanted to hear. No 3.0 and X-Wing isn't a complete game. Yeah, and the they mentioned uh, like a weekly stream for more information starting next week, Wednesdays at 4 and Fridays at 1. And they, uh, Those are central, central time, too. They've done, like, they do that with Marvel Crisis. A lot of times it's just, you know, paintings. Sometimes we see new stuff. So I think it's going to be, like, showcasing stuff. But, I mean, it would be cool. They they seem a great community. Like, since I play Marvel, they're this great hands-on community. Yeah, I just went to my store uh, for a curbside pickup, Game Chamber, and finally picked up my Ada 2, and I asked them to throw in a bunch of stuff for priming and cutting all of the plastic on the Marvel minis, because I want to get started on that, and I had no equipment for doing that. So I look forward to finally opening those guys up. Oh, that's a minor point, but it's nice to know I won't have to paint my X-Wing ships. Oh yeah, that was another so-called myth debunked. I don't think that was ever going to happen. I mean, they were all pretty far-fetched, but it's good to hear it from, uh, from their mouths. Yeah, Will talked a bunch about what he called the full hobby experience and how to integrate that into X-Wing more. So whether it's painting our ships and the scenarios and objectives that they're hoping to do. So it's going to be interesting what AMG is going to do. It's going to be pretty different from uh, what we're familiar with with FFG. I think it'll all roll out fairly slowly, too. Like the, I would think the reason there's no plans for a 3.0 is going to have to live with the community and the game for a bit. Quite a, quite a while, I would think. Get the feel for it and see what we're into, and then slowly roll stuff out. 
Justice was saying that at the beginning of 2.0, FFG tried a few things, different scenario, like scenario play and stuff. And I don't know, for us, I know here in London, the uh, 200 point deathmatch kind of rules the day. Yeah, same here in Utah. We tried a bunch of those different scenarios, and it was really exclusive. So if you're doing Rebels versus Imperial, then if you didn't have those factions, you can play, and then you got cards that you didn't want to use. So it'll be interesting on how they how they approach that. Yep. Yeah. I think for, for Legion, though, a scenario-type tournament, that Vader down, it could be very interesting. No. I know AMG, they're not afraid to do certain things like they're... Marvel Crisis Protocol, they already have a ban list of cards, so what's yep. the point of doing 3.0 when you could just ban a card if it's too powerful? They have a ban oh, they, and they have their app for. They can keep using the app and points to just... You don't even have to ban a card, just make it 50 points or something. Yeah, well, if it is like way too good, then points can't really fix it, then just like ban for... it in the app. You can use it in like this casual play but on tournaments it wouldn't be allowed oh sure or, uh, marvel it was the card power crept too much and so they had to get rid of it and then they have restricted there you go Luke, now you know what card to buy perfect well i only plan on having the corset and the deadpool when it comes out yeah that's how it started with x-wing too right not deadpool Actually, but <laughs> the X- course all i need is the corset and one other ship <laughs> Uh, famous last words. Should huh? we now get into their releases? Because that was exciting. The big news. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, the first thing that showed up was Hera and the B-Wing. Uh, oh, yeah. Phoenix Cell. Yeah. That, and that looks like the B-Wing from Rebels, from that episode of Rebels where yep. they... Yeah, it's, yeah. The, yeah. it's the prototype B-Wing. I really hope that they include some sort of... Giant strap-on cannon. Yes, the big laser cannon. <laughs> What's your faction that you play the most to, Mike? Oh, Empire. Easy. The good guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you're definitely looking forward to this new pack coming out then? Uh, I have Rebels. That's probably what I am I have my most consistent wins with, but it's not nearly as fun for me to play as, as Empire. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what's in the Strike Strike. Uh, Sky Strike Academy pack, and I'd, I'd love to see what Wedge's ability is in the A Wing. If that's going to be the same as it is in the X Wing, or if they're making some changes like they did with Hera, so could be interesting. So Hera is really interesting because they don't not- notice the wording on it. They pointed it out also in the Gold Squadron. I'm going to give credit there today too. But in case no one knew, no, the listeners don't know, the new Hera I six. B-Wing, what she says, while another friendly ship at range 1-2 to two defends or performs an attack, you may transfer one of your focus tokens, evade tokens, or locks to that ship. So it says while. So you can roll your, like, let's say you have another ship right next to them. You roll your dice, you get three focus tokens. I don't have a focus, but Hera does. Hera transfers, uses the focus. So you can just there. do it anytime during the attack. That's our reading and yeah even an aftermath if it's like a b-wing trying to do a, a bonus attack so all it says is while and even dion he brought up the rules and like there is no while another friendly ship performs an attack or defense there's no actual step seems pretty good i'm thinking that we're gonna 
like I saw some people trying to come up with the combos with it, and I'm thinking like some kind of benthic two tubes combo where you're passing focus tokens. So Hera already has a focus token, and then she can feel free to spend one. Maybe Garvin. like Kyle Katarn, Garvin. Yeah, because at I six, I feel like she's gonna want her focus token a lot. Well, so if we think about all the other B wings, they all have like stress and stress getting rid of and. You want Hera's the first one not to have that. Nothing to do with stress. So she can be out of the fight, but she can still benefit others. Oh, yeah. So what does uh, everyone think of the choices? The We're going to buy two new A-Wings and a B-Wing. Are those ships that excite you? The B-Wing does. Oh, I, think, I, think, I think it's cool. I, I already painted a B-Wing to look like that one, but I'm excited to have another one. <laughs> so, here's something. I don't think this B-Wing moves. You don't... Why wouldn't it? It just it doesn't look that on the picture. Well, it's just a, a yeah. 3D model, right? Or a digital... I don't know. Yeah, it's like a 1.0 scalp without the uh, folding wings. I'm sure it'll come with the folding wings. You can't give it to us and then take it away. People were saying that about the Y-Wing, if it's the 1.0 mold or not. And I, I think it'll be the 2.0 mold. I'd probably say it's going to be a 2.0. If you zoom in, it looks hinged. Okay. Um, it'd be kind of cost prohibitive to have one ship in one pack have its own completely different mold and sculpt, and then all the other ones be uh, be different. So I bet it does. That would just Do you, be less, the A wings have a, a new sculpt? I've heard some people say that they look different. The A wing? Hmm. I didn't notice. I have an A wing right in front of me somewhere. Where's that bag? Right here. Do you think they made it smaller? If no, only. looks the same to me. Yeah, I think it's the same. Yeah, they just released uh, that blue painted one a few months ago. I'm sure they'll well, just that keep was using the, the RZ two. Oh no, they released a rebel one. It was like a different paint scheme than Jake Farrell, but it was also blue. I think it came out at the same time as the Interceptor. I mean, this is tinfoil hat. It actually does look a little different at the very bottom. Like, it looks like it has an extra, like, little thing that's sticking out at the very bottom. But be no, never mind. I'm blind. That's the gun on the side and my eyes are playing tricks on me. There, It's right. the exact same color. That off. <laughs> so the other pilots, though, we have an I four wedge, which that's exciting. Yeah, we have no hints towards the abilities on nope. these other ships yet. They only showed. Oh, the and, and if they're board. sticking with the the, can, the the rebels cannon, so yeah, that it's like a young wedge. They rescued him in one of yep. the episodes, and yeah, they rescued him guys all three together. Strike. Oh, really? So, so hot take. I think that we're going to get hobby, hobby and a B wing. Yeah, well, we're gonna get pilots for both of these ships. So yeah, and then in the future, I hope he comes back in an X-wing too, because Hobby Man, was one I, of my I, favorite X-wing pilots at one point. Right now, does Sabine have her same ability on all her platforms? Nope, the Shadowcaster nope. is different. Right, right, right. Wow, I wonder. I, I wonder what wedges will be. That's I'm super well, curious. Wedge probably. I mean, wouldn't it be cool to have the same? Uh, ability just on an I-4 
with a two attack die, that sounds kind of. I, I, it would it would be super cool, but I don't think they're gonna give him the same ability. No, because I that, hate that's wedged. something you earned right through experience. That that make ability. a wedge that I like. <laughs> this, now, this is such a lazy ability. Oh, uh, your opponent rolls uh, less dice. This sounds great. If, I like no, it. I hate it. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just fly it. I do like if Sabine has the same ability. That could be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll just make it something kind of show offy. I mean, he's in the show. He's kind of uh, a hot shot. Is that wedge? Yeah. Yeah. Now you know, hobby and a B wing would fit because, like, his 1.0 hobby's 1.0 ability. When you acquire or spend a target lock, you may remove one stress from your ship. That's totally a B wing ability now. Yeah, it's not very useful on a B wing. Of course, it's going to 2.0, so they might just come up with something completely different. Yeah, and I mean, really, we don't have any clues. It's listeners. This is yep. total speculation town. We're just yep. making it up. You know um, as much as we do. Same thing, Ahsoka. I mean, you can have Ahsoka in the pack. Now, something I oh, didn't yeah, hear talk could, about. Well, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah? Something I didn't hear talk about. Upgrade cards. Do we think they're going to introduce any new upgrade cards? Like they did with the Heralds of Hope and... Well, Tracers has to be in these packs, right? Because that's only available <laughs> in... What is it? The Tri-Fighter? Tri yes. Buy the Threat Tracers pack and get a free Tri-Fighter. Yeah. So yeah. I'd expect Tracers to be in each one of these. Oh, uh, listener update. Since last episode, I now have two Tri-Fighters and two copies of Thread Tracers. <laughs> so I passed it by uh, the guy who does our cards in my squad. It's like, hey, we can do Thread Tracers. I think two is all I'll need. So just fly a fire spray and two tie and uh, two um, tri fighters there, Dave. I, I may. I'm gonna try. A, I, I yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to get back to the store and try a whole bunch of stuff. I haven't flown the Eta twos yet. Any of that new, any of the new wave. I gotta get it out. Oh, you don't want to oh, fly that. I need to get out my Eta two and take the hyperspace ring off and put on my plow. <laughs> well. Let's skip over to the Empire because man, yes. those are hot looking ships. Those paint well, schemes look great. Like, uh... And I don't this know anything like about Mike, these pilots. Mike's bread and butter. Do you do you know what's in them, Mike? Uh, yeah, we have an I six uh, interceptor with uh, Sienna Re. Don't know if uh, she's currently a crew for the Empire, but I, we don't know what her ability is going to be. Then Gideon Hask. They did spoil his card, which just he rolls an extra die against a damage defender. So range one, you're looking at a five die interceptor. Ooh. Oh man. What I'm hoping. Is that what we haven't seen? Uh, two cards. I hope there's a Soka in the Rubble Pack so that I can get Second Sister in an <laughs> in an interceptor in this pack. That'd oh, cool! Oh, that oh, an interceptor with force. Oh, I would say I would want Ninth Sister, but I don't know but, if she would fit in one. But you know, well, she she has to be in a Reaper. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're that Sienna Ree. I'm getting this pack just for that ship. Yeah, I posted a link to her because she's actually a pretty interesting character. If you, if no one knows, she's from Claudia Gray's Star Wars book, The Lost Stars, which is the same book Thane Kyrell comes from. And they flew together, right? They were in training together, and Thane leaves. He, after um, Alderaan, he has this whole like thing of consciousness, 
goes over to the Rebels. And so the whole book is about Sienna and Thane, like at the same events in the entire Star Wars movie timeline. Just on oh, different... just from opposite sides. And they like liked each other. Yes. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool. <laughs> they grew up like, it was this whole, one came from money and Thane came from money, Sienna didn't. Same planet. So this, I think the book series the, that's my favorite. This goes all the way to the New Republic. Yes. So, after the well, so Empire. so these ships, anyways, these Empire ships. Is this the? Is this only the second I six interceptor? First one besides Suntier. Yeah. Right. Okay. And how about the Defender? Is I five the highest that they go? I think so. Yes. Yes. And if, in case any Vault Scaris from Rebels, he is an instructor at Sky Strike uh, Sky Strike Academy. And in a season four episode of Rebels, he flies Thrawn's prototype defender. Yeah, Hera kills him. Well, Sienna's ability is uh, after you perform a coordinate action, if the ship you coordinated performed a boost or barrel roll action, it may gain one stress token to rotate 90 degrees. So if we forget about the coordinate side and just say after you perform a boost or barrel roll, gain one stress to rotate 90 degrees, how interesting would that be on an interceptor? As a non-Empire player who plays against Empire a lot, I would hate it. Please no. But would you be double stressed then if you did the... The double. Um, if double you double repositioned, yeah, I could see that. But, but if you don't, I mean, and it's an I six intercept. Too hard. You leave one. Still an I six interceptor. What if Third. the option was just to rotate after taking a focus or evade, but you're not allowed to reposition? I mean, I could see Only that after a focus or evade. So you can't use auto thrusters, is what you said. Yes. Eh, I think it's going to be though. Really. It's going to be the, when you boost or barrel roll, rotate 90. Or any action, rotate 90 for stress. Because Sienna's, in the book, Sienna is that good of a pilot. I already yeah, have thoughts. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying, I already have thoughts of Sienna and Suntier just running through my head and how much fun it's going to be to have two of them. Just give me, give me second sister and I'll make a three interceptor list. I think that could be fun. I think that would be a pain to fly against. I don't know. That sounds cool. (laughs) Fly against three force Adas, and I have no problem popping them. (laughs) But I guess uh, I think. But but they're not all I six. Yeah, true. And they're also not always throwing three attack dice. So I guess I just don't worry about them as much. But these guys, especially the um, the new Gideon Hask, he's gonna be pumping out some damage. What about for Sienna? Something like. With her crew card, kind of, but a Commander Poe ability on an Interceptor. The do an action, spend a charge, another ship can do an action as well. Or something like that. So you're expecting it to actually have a supportive ability in Empire? Well, uh, again, this is going off of the book, and she, like, she wasn't just always in a fighter. She rose the ranks to, like, in the Battle of Jakku, she commanded... A star, um, one of the star destroyers. I I totally welcome a new ability. It'll be interesting to explore a new space. But uh, did we talk about Gideon? He's kind of getting every getting into every ship now. They even made a joke about that. 
I missed some of it because a darn customer walked in and he didn't realize that it was AMG day. <laughs> hey, how did you let a customer in? I know, I should have locked the door. <laughs> Sorry, come back tomorrow. So, Mike, how do you feel about more Gideon? Uh, I think more Gideons and, and factions that I fly that roll lots of dice, I am all for. So, I don't fly a lot of Empire. I didn't realize he was on other ships. Is that his ability on the other ships? Uh, uh, he's in First Order, and he's he's in a TIE Fighter as well, if I remember right. Yes. Yeah, this is the first time he can use his ability on himself. I thought the TIE Fighter version couldn't do that. Uh, let's see. TIE Fighter version, while you perform an attack against a damaged defender, roll one additional attack die. So, same ability. Cool. Same ability, yeah. same uh, initiative value, but instead yeah. of rolling three dice, now you're rolling, or two dice in a TIE Fighter, now you're rolling three plus ability. Uh, and I think that I-4 pilot skill, or initiative nowadays, um, is a great fit for that. So, I mean, just so looking many, at this pack. So many generics running around that I-4 is an ace to most lists. Yeah, well, and then, you know, maybe Sienna's shooting first, and then Volt is shooting, or Rexler is shooting, or Vader is shooting, and now you have to take that uh, that attack from Gideon and four, five dice, that's that's a problem. How many points is Suntir? So, 54. Sienna Ree, she more or less, do you think? She's pretty Last powerful. Week. Depends on her ability. Yeah. I'm going to say 50. Oh, sorry. Yes, right. It's not her ability we're reading. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's pretty, you know, in the 50s, that's really good. Man, you get three really high initiative interceptors out there. Or two and uh So two the other I-4 we have is Turfanir, and he's uh, 42. Yeah, but his ability is pretty hit and miss, right? Yeah. So, so Gideon's, Gideon's probably going to be at least 45. 45. Pretty but, good abilities. I, I, I mean, bet he's going to be close to uh, the TIE Striker that has the similar ability. Pure Sabacc. Duchess? Duchess? Yeah. So, Pure Sabacc is 43. He's I-4. Uh, why you perform an attack if, you have, if he's damaged... But if he has one or fewer damage, then he rolls an extra attack die. So I bet he's probably going to be somewhere in that range. Yeah. Seems fair. Only with two blues. I mean, you can run... If they stay around the same points for them, you can run three interceptors easily. With a 20-point bid. Yep. Hopefully one of them will have force. Oh. I mean, not hopefully. No, that's cool. Hey, more force. I'm so excited that there's a little more force and scum coming up, too. I that's think great. Empire does need, I mean, I hate to say this, but they need, like, another ship with the force ability. So maybe you're all uh, right with Second I'm Sister. Offended. Like, do you, you, like what you mean with the ability to have force? Like, the pilot? Not, yeah, not, the pilot not like a purple evade or... Yeah, yeah. No, okay, cool. The, yeah, definitely. I agree. Yes, they should. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, I suppose canonically, how they can make whatever ships they want up. Eh, just do it. Give them, give them mean, some force. This is kind of a guess. Just the scum's getting a force. We'll talk about it later. The rebels are might, if they get Ahsoka, that's another force user. So then 
yeah, Empire needs a force. That would be one force user in each pack. Well, that's interesting to think about. Okay. In this pack, are we going to get tie upgrades? Like, you know how in the Heralds and um, V-Wing? V-Wing, we got some tie upgrades. Do you think we're going to get more tie upgrades here? Yeah, for sure. I, I saw some speculation on GSP about the possible tie defender title. The prototype? Or no, the elite. Either or the prototype the, or the, the elite. Tie, the tie D title. Oh, nope. Let's never talk about that. Let's never mention it. I don't even remember what it does, so I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. <laughs> Is that the double tapping title? That's the double tapping title. Oh, yeah, they were talking about that. Nobody really something. They were saying something about like spend an evade token to perform a bonus cannon attack. Um, with my group, they mentioned just to trigger me in our conversation that what if they have a prototype uh, tie upgrade like a defender that removes a shield but lowers its cost? So a negative points card. Yeah, I would hate it, but. Possibility. Which card was that in first edition? Was that the uh, the Kyrax that had that? I think it was on the Defender because there were two titles yeah. for the Defender. There was another one that gave him a negative two. I'm going to keep my shields. The Defenders with four shields, that's what makes them so tanky. Even when you do three damage, it's nothing to them and you still don't have half points. So any other hope for these Sky Strike Academy box. Uh, maybe, well, I don't think Han Solo will be in there. But maybe an Empire version of Wedge. Well, I bet we get another named Defender. Please don't be Vader. Oh. No. no That's please. like a 150-point card. Doing it. It just keeps going up and up. Worth it. <laughs> That would be insane. Vader and a Defender? It's like threes all the way across the bottom of the card. He's got three Force, three Shields, three Attack. Four four Shields. Yeah. They have four Shields? Yeah. You're thinking of the first edition Defender. Yeah, the last time I played one. Okay, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, the Vader Vader Defender is Nightmare Fuel. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, an NPE, I think. But I bet there'll be an I-4 or an I-3 named Defender, and then a couple of the generics in that pack. Maybe... I would assume... Sorry, go Uh, ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I I would have just assumed that, yeah, you would get at least two named pilots for each ship and then some generics. If not more. I'm trying to think if anyone on Rebels named-wise... Flew the Defender. Besides Vault. Nobody comes to mind. No. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything. But of course, I'm not as into the books as some people I try to be. Well, in the books, I mean, Vader, of course, flew one in Thrawn Alliances. Speaking no. of, the one thing I'm hoping for... Like, we're getting Sienna. And yay, that's Thrawn, a Thrawn crew card. Yeah, new crew cards would be nice. I just want a Thrawn crew card. Might have to wait until he 
makes his appearance on the Mandalorian. Benedict Cumberbatch, let's go. <laughs> no, I they, they are, already announced. They announced the, it. Uh, yeah, the, the voice actors got it. Got Lars. It. Oh, um, yeah, they got the role. Oh, okay. Never mind that. Mickelson. Yeah, I, I, I don't know his name. I can't pronounce his last name. I think it's Mickelson. Is is the uh, the guy who plays Hannibal's brother? Yes. Adds Mickelson. And I might be pronouncing that wrong too. I don't know. Yeah, just to get speculation's sake out of the way, I was talking to Netter earlier about Vader and a Defender and just uh ship that can four K boost, spare roll, evade, focus, target lock, just shoot me. Re evade uh, too. It's not okay. Yeah, let's let's move on to the um the scum pack. Uh, I'll let you guys kind of get started. I actually I have to zip upstairs real quick, and I'll be right back. Sure. Those this are... is another pack with some great painted ships. Yep. These are the best looking ones out of the three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so excited to get another hawk. I have a lot of Y wings. I don't mind buying a few more. But yeah, another hawk that is awesome. I was I was disappointed that they didn't choose to re-sculpt the hawk because. The fluff is it's about the size of the Falcon. Yeah. I have heard that, but I, I've also heard that the, what is it, the YV666 should be big enough to have the Falcon land in it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, anyways, this pack, these look great. Yeah. Uh, anybody, you got, uh, are you guys agree? Or are you, were you not wanting, anybody disappointed they're getting more Y-Wings out of this? Nope. Yeah, our group was. So we we were in uh, in Discord and in our channel and, and chatting and yeah they it wasn't well received that they got more Y wings. Everybody was open to the hawk, but just having just more of the same thing for them, especially because their ship count is isn't that spectacular to begin with. Um, yeah, there are a lot of Z ninety fives and Y wings out there. Yeah, but uh, at least they got an I five, so it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, what the i5 ability is. Were you guys able to make out the other pilots for this? I, I know obviously came yes. in with the uh it was what's Dr. Money Pants, Matt, who came up with who figured them out. Um we have Gamut Key and the Hawk as the other I3, Lima Kai oh. in the Y Wing, and Arliz Hadrosian in the other Y Wing. That is our deciphering. I've never heard of any of these characters. Yeah, me either. Uh, Gamut Key was in the Kanan comic books. Is that where maybe this paint scheme comes from? Are there some gang that, that yeah, maybe we don't know? I posted Gamut Key's Wikipedia in the Discord, if y'all want to look at him. Oh, he's an alien. He's um, a fish. Yeah, that's a lot to read right now. He was involved with Kanan. So... Interesting there. I'll, I'll post the others. Yeah, I wonder if that's uh, maybe some sort of like already canonized gang and gang colors. So the pilot we definitely know, though, is Kanan. Yeah, I3. I3, light side force user in Scum. The first light side force user we have in Scum. Um, How do you know he's a light side? They, oh, it says it right there. No, it's not my freighter. They said it too. Yeah. In the stream. Okay. Um, and they made a point to say this is the first light side force user scum's getting. 
So we have, while you or a ship in your mobile firing arc defends, you may spend one force. If you do, the attacker rolls one fewer attack die. So you don't need multi-crow. I mean, you can carry it, exactly. but it's not necessary for the ability. I learned from Jan Orr's. Well, that's with, like, every other hawk, I think. I don't see too many other uh, other than Jan around here. Maybe an occasional Kyle. Uh, we do have a couple players that do the, the Torkoal Swarm. Yes, so yes. That's always infuriating, but yeah. But I think perhaps with a mall crew, and now you have a two-force-carrying ship. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you get your choice if you want dark or light side upgrades. Because mall reads, after you suffer damage, you may gain one stress to recover one force. You can equip dark side upgrades. It would be like a... Yeah, there's a lot to play around with there. But I like Kanan. Like, this is a good ability. And this is uh, on an I-3 Hawk. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm curious what other pilots will come with it. Or what other pilot abilities will yeah. come with the, the other pilot? The discussion happened. Would you spend would you spend your force on reducing their attack die, or would you save it for mods? Depends on what action you took. Depends I, on how many dice you have. You always <laughs> I, I would always reduce their attack die. Uh, range three through a cloud. And it depends on who's shooting. Right. If you're getting shot by a droid, yeah, okay. If you're getting shot by a ghost, range one. <laughs> so two I3s, are there going to be somebody with a higher initiative? I don't think the, for the Hawk. Because what's Torkoal and um, uh, what's his name, Palob? Are they I3s as well? I think they are. Palob, I3. And I have no idea how to spell Torkoal. T-O-R-K-I-L. He's an I2. Yeah, I thought he was pretty low. Dace Bonearm is an I-4. Oh, our buddy Dace. So OP. Yeah, dust off that Dace card and let's play. But yeah, the other two like names that look, they don't like stick out. Arliz yeah, I, I is have from... no idea. Arliz is from Bloodline, and yeah. she was a former Galactic Empire uh, pilot who then helped the First Order kidnap Napkin, orchestrating the Napkin bombing of the Galactic Senate on Hosnian Prime and assassinating Senator Ty Lingar. Oh, quickly First committing order. suicide afterwards. That's hardcore. Oh, yeah. And then Lee McKee has one paragraph about her. Uh, she was a Genato security officer and commander of the Opportunity. He was killed when his modified N1 Starfighter was shot down by Aiden Versio. There you go, Aiden. He was in Star Wars Battlefront 2 Resurrection. Yeah, I love it when good guys win. I thought we were talking about the scum pilots, though. I, that's <laughs> the thing. These are the two, and not sure. Mm. But having an I-5 I guess, uh, yeah, I, Y-Wing is nice. I think I'm hung up on the original trilogy timeline. I suppose scum can be in any, you know, from the Clone Wars to the First Order time periods. And these are, what's the name of the box? 
Uh, it is the fugitive and collaborators. So, okay. Kanan's a fugitive. And Arla's collaborated. Well, he, Kanan would count as a collaborator as well. He's, um, he's, he's collaborating against the empire. Well, but at the time he's just the lost Padawan. Oh, I see. Right. Yep. Yep. So he is a fugitive. We got the Grand Inquisitor on that. Yeah, you know, what could go wrong? So, um, just speculating, which I like to do, it's fun. But, you know, what if we get Hondo as a pilot? I can't which, wait. What ship does he fly? Anything. He's a yeah. pirate. Yeah. You can, but think, you can put him on if he's the pilot of a hawk. It feels like the hawk is always like where they just throw uh, pilots they don't know what to do with. Well, at least it's a freighter, and he is kind of a, a thieving pilot, usually with a bigger ship. I love when he first, He's a great character. It, unfortunately, when he first pops up in the Clone Wars, the ship that they're flying, they're like those uh, Mars Attacks ships. You know, they're just like a, an upside-down pie-tin yeah. flying saucer. They're very boring. They even have a little, like a little... Starfighter version of it, but it's equally boring to look at. Yeah, I say we throw him in a ship and then we give him the same ability. Yep. And make the range three, coordinate one, jam another. Oh yeah. In arc. And Actually, that, that would fit, be great. Yeah. Wouldn't that fit on a hawk? With yeah, I thought that's what I thought you were gonna say. That would be perfect. Yeah. A ship in your mobile firing arc. Or do we want to be nice and give him the uh give him the Janor's treatment and it can be in any arc? I, I wouldn't even have it be arc dependent, arc dependent because you're, it's a positive and a negative. So if you're yeah. doing it for yourself, sure. then so we go with the hawk, I'm all right with that. And I mean, sorry, what was that? It would go with the hawk theme if it just dealt with the arc, though. Too, it would be a fun ship. Yeah, it would AMG. I know you're listening. Uh, <laughs> we would like Hondo in an arc, normal ability. Don't change anything. All right. I'm back. Sorry if I missed anything. Cool. Luke, do you agree? Hondo in, in a hawk? Uh, Hondo in his own ship. You want that pie t- that upside-down pie tin ship? I want his giant saucer. Yeah, that's that's the one I mean. But yeah, a hawk would be cool, too. He could be a real dick. How about, how about you get the flying saucer for epic size? I mean, it's no bigger than a, a falcon, is it? Probably 100 meters, or a, not 100 meters, like 35, 40 meters. I have no idea how big that is. I'm in the States. <laughs> yeah, don't use your Canadian and the rest of the world. You got to use yards and inches for these Yankees, Luke. Yeah. We use Ooh. Imperial, thank you. Corona. Imperial, that's perfect. Well, that's perfect to release last year. It's called the Corona-class armed frigate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. oh no. And it is uh, okay. It's a lot bigger than I thought. Yeah, his whole his whole crew is up in there with him. I think in that episode. Yeah, it's three hundred and seventy six uh, meters diameter, which uh, it's like a thousand. How many, how many Jawas wide is that? <laughs> uh, a Jawa is uh, about a uh, meter, right? So that's three hundred and seventy six Jawas. Oh, there you go. Home. Uh, twelve hundred and thirty-three feet. Okay, so yeah, so 
So it's uh, it's a lot bigger than a pelican, <laughs> and it's like a legit like classic science fiction UFO looking thing. Yeah, honestly, I could do without it, but I do want Hondo as a pilot. Could be a freaking armada ship. Wow. But yeah, Hawk would be okay. Some kind of crew carrier. Hopefully we Were you get here like... for any of the... Go on. I, I left right after you guys started Scum. So I posted in case you didn't see the three uh, names on the plates that uh, Dr. Moneypants got us. Yeah. Gamut Key. And he is a Y-Wing pilot? No, Gamut is the Hawk pilot. Oh, okay. And he, uh, he, I believe he's, that's where the black Hawk paint scheme comes from. I was wondering that. Okay, cool. That's, that's his Hawk. Arliz Hadrassian? Well, if it's his Hawk, does that mean a new title? Good that point. That'd be interesting. Something to do with the turret arc more than a front arc. Because the, it looks like Kanan's new ability has nothing to do with the, your full arc, just your turret arc. Yep. So, yeah, a new title. The Blackhawk. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'd like some diversity in, in Scumhawks. Or you could have a list with, dare I say, both Hawks? Just oh, yeah, two, two different titles? Two Hawks. Two titles. There you go. That's your list. Two Hawks and Boba. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm down with that. Yep. I'm trying to. I don't see it. the Hawk in his wiki here. Yeah, it, he's from the Canon comics. And uh, if you, I guess if you read those comics, that explains why he's in Scum. Because he is a fugitive slash collaborator. Yeah, he's a fugitive because he survived Order sixty six. Well, that's yeah, that's Kanan. Yep. Well, so did Cal Castus, but I would, I would expect Cal to be in Rebels. But he was uh, Kanan was obviously uh, helping to do some illegal business. So, which you kind of um, gather when you read the New Dawn novel where he meets Hera. But yeah, I, I love Rebels and all of the the backstory stuff. It's pretty cool. And then, Haven't uh, got past season four yet. Well, there is. I think there's only four. Yeah, there's only four. Oh, well, then I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> yeah, if you'd finish, you'd know if you finished the story. It wraps up pretty nicely. No, yeah. it leaves a lot of questions. Rebels? Yes. I mean, one question that, that we're about to get answered. More than uh, one question? I don't think so. I'm sure it's oh, well. picks, picks up what we need to know. When that joke yeah, that's her. Yeah, her and Sabine at the end there, but. Spoilers. Hey. Oh, they have a really hot relationship. Sorry for all the spoilers, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Send me that link. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's a link to my slash fiction page. I don't know what that is. I don't want to know. <laughs> slash fiction. It's just fan fiction where you put two fictional characters together like that. So I have, I have a, a question for you guys. Um, one of the things that I get to do on our podcast is um, stir the pot, get some controversy going. Uh, I noticed that 
at the start of this today's stream, Simone addresses product delays in 2021. And we know how consistent and reliable FFG has been in distributing products <laughs> to this point. So with the new wave coming out March 26th, how likely is it actually going to be available on March 26th? It's going to be pretty high demand, so it's going to be it's going to be hard. I mean, from what I know from talking to my store local store owners, it's Asmodee, and it's just as hard to get product for AMG as it is FFG. Right, but I think oh yeah, you know they had the boxes, and that's the thing they had the boxes <laughs> on the screen. You saw them pick up the they physical have to get box. That they're like, we stole this from the to your store, though. So I'm going to say for this first release by AMG, we're going to have it on March 26th. No. Yeah, I, no? I don't think so. I, I think it's highly unlikely that it's going to be available on March 26th. Um, I, my guess is that it's going to be an April release, and it'll be an end of April They'll tell us the second week of April. Oh, we're sorry. There's a delay. It should be out by blah, blah, blah. And then they'll have to push it back again. See, I don't think. I think for this one, just this one, we're going to get it. Yeah, I think I agree with the tradies because. No it, other it is, time. It is already ships that have been released, <laughs> so it shouldn't be too difficult. But any new ships that they announce after this, that'll be uh, up in the air. No other time okay, will well, I go to bat. I think I will say I'm leaning. I'm leaning on Mike's side here, especially, and, and I'm not trying to throw anybody on the bus, under the bus, but the game chamber consistently gets shorted on top of late orders. So, or maybe late that's just because y'all live in the frigid north, where you know it might be, but it's still unfair, and sky. it'll be late. I mean, it was it was only up until two weeks ago that Canada. Anywhere in Canada got the eight to two. Yeah, and when was the release date for that? We were allowed outside back then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was before Christmas, November. Yeah, and we didn't get it till mid January. I would love to get new stuff on March twenty sixth. I just think that with everything that's been that's been come to this point, and the fact that she starts off the beginning of her like introduction by talking about product delays in 2021. So well, maybe, maybe they planned ahead. They had a whole year ish, right. To get this developed and brought over so that they can ship it out. So maybe, you know, maybe you're right in that this one wave is the wave that happens to, you know, the stars align and they're in the stores on the 26th. Um, and then things after that, just, trickle with covid and getting acclimated to new staff and a new facility and i just think it's going to be pretty optimistic that they're actually going to be there on the 26th and, and i optimistic. i 100 would agree with you on normal circumstances i think i mean i'm still waiting for uh the green goblin from a long time ago from marvel from amg but for this one i think they're gonna get it right I don't think she would have made the announcement today 
if there was any possibility of a delay. Now, is there something happening tomorrow as well? Yeah, organized play. Yes. Okay. So, um, so, so not just painting. No, Will talked a bunch about painting and expanding the hobby aspect of it. And some of our group is, is into that and some of ours isn't. Um, so he, they really, they do a lot with painting with their Marvel line, like a lot. So that makes sense. And I mean, they're going to want to get the uh, Star Tour bus on stream, getting that painted. I'd love uh-huh. to see that in the game. Say that again. I'd love to see that in the game. Oh, uh, the Star Tour bus? No, yeah. uh, the uh, Legion model that they showed. Someone posted a side by side of that uh, the troop carrier with the Star Tour bus, and now I can't not see it. <laughs> but I feel okay. So go off of that stirring the pot. They're going to get this out, but I feel X Wing might be pushed back just a little bit because of all their comments. Legion's going to be on the forefront because they had Luke Eddy. They still have him. They're gonna they're releasing the forums first for the rules for Legion. So Legion releases we're gonna see earlier than some X Wing releases, like more X Wing news. Well they mentioned May twentieth for those Legion products. Yes, but Legion rules are dropping like they're dropping the forums this month for Legion. They're and X Wing's gonna follow, they said. So yeah, I, I think th- I think my biggest takeaway for some of that stuff is everything that they discussed today on the announcement was FFG related. Yeah. Everything that is AMG related is still up in the air. There's a new website that's coming. Who knows when there'll be some rules coming. Who knows when there's some products coming. We don't know. There's the OP announcement that's coming out tomorrow. So, at, to this point, if I'm going to be a rain cloud, which I enjoy doing, and, and I'm, I'm quite often wrong, so don't take this as gospel or being anywhere near correct. But so far, what has AMG showed us? That they know how to take and run with it at this point. That they have below average streaming capabilities. That, that <laughs> is true. And yeah, that, I mean, that was... they, they were at home, but I mean, this is. He was in the AMG office and this is their first time trying to show us what they're about and I know that all they normally do is painting but you just took on the Star Wars license and you have how many people joining your stream to watch? Now this is going to be different for me usually I'm a rain cloud too but I've been positive about this and I'm going to remain positive they might have had this dropped on them as well and they're trying their best and I think FFG has at least 2021 planned for them. So that's why I feel them saying and announcing, we're not going to do Worlds, we're pushing back OP. That's going to be them looking at everything this year. I mean, think how hard it is during this pandemic. Now you're being told, you would get this new license that everyone loves. Have fun. So I'm just a little worried because when AMG had just the Marvel game. It was seemed like a little indie studio. Now they're getting all the Star Wars stuff. It almost reminds me of like EA taking over a small video game company. Um, yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. And now you're but, 
having all this stuff down their face and now they have to try and pretend to be something that they're not. Today, they, I mean, I felt they held their own. They gave people hope. I hope they, I, they gave me excitement. I enjoyed it. It was fun. They seemed excited to be sharing it with us. So I say give them some time. Let's see how this release goes. Let's see what their organized play is going to look like. Oh, I'm very happy with what we saw, but as soon as the stream started and all I hear is like a background humming noise and then just, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I work with I work with teachers, other teachers, like I'm a teacher, but some of my fellow teachers still have trouble turning on certain computers. So Yeah, but they sh- should, shouldn't they have some IT guys? <laughs> Who? Them or us? Oh, I mean Atomic Mass Gaming. Oh, okay. So an actual company, not a school system. Oh, no, yeah, an actual company. Okay. Yeah. So, so my Although, to be fair, I would hope that your school has an IT guy, too. We fired out. We get one one day a week. Oh. Yeah. My hot take is up the production on the next stream. Maybe not the tomorrow's, but like in, in March and, when they start doing more stuff on X-Wing. They, they definitely need to seem... I don't know. I, I don't want to be a downer on it either, but a little more professional. Like, And someone mentioned they sounded excited. They should be excited. They just inherited a huge game and a huge IP that is, like, you know, on the way up. Like, popularity of Star Wars is growing right now with what's going on on Disney+. Plus. Hopefully that could transfer to some games other than video games. And but, the new book series. And Sure, and the new books, new comics. Uh, but yeah, they do have a huge, hungry uh, audience that wants X-Wing and Legion and probably Armada back. It, it did kind of seem like all they have is the boxes that FFG left them with. They didn't even like, unveil a logo or... I, I don't know. They're not changing the game. That's the... It, so, it no, really like their packaging, even like they don't even have a mock-up of their packaging yet. Well, I, I yeah. think realistically, as much as I'm, I as I rain on them, it's probably the the right decision to not make drastic changes at first. I think the production quality of the stream was kind of poor, but I I do think that they both seemed excited about the game. I don't know what their experience level is in the game. For us, uh, we discussed on our podcast is that they're now in charge of the point structure of X-Wing. And what we learned from the Nantex is that a small change can be a huge detrimental effect on the game. So... It'd be interesting to see when they start making changes, whether it's points related or content related um, on how they address those, because then we'll really start to see what AMG is doing. Because right now it's just, let me tell you about the stuff that was planned 18 months ago, which they talked about. And that's, and that's great, but I want to see what they're going to do. So I do have to bring this up because I haven't heard anybody and it just really reoccurred to me because I'd sent this text to my group of friends my group, they acknowledged online play. Did y'all hear that? No. No. Yes, they said, and the online play that is going on right now because of the pandemic, they acknowledged it. They know about the online play, and they actually acknowledged it in the stream, like when they were talking about um, organized play. Disney's going to give them a slap on the wrist. Yeah, but they, because they want to 
like if I'm remembering, like include that element. They said they were excited to see the online play going on because of the whole pandemic. That they did talk about having some digital content for like people that were playing at home. Yes. So it um, was in that I, same sentence, like right before it, and they mentioned digital content. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think it's necessarily geared towards like no. tabletop or uh, Vassal. Do people still play Vassal? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Or yeah. So for those two guys, but I bet it's going to be more towards downloadable content where um, like FFG did the, the single player that I still haven't done. So uh, the solo play. Exactly. Well, and that's AMG, like if you looked at, that's the impression I got. If you looked at their website for Marvel, they released ultimate encounters online there. They're like OP for Marvel. They have made of metal and another one online. Yeah. I, I like how they're kind of still, Acting like a small indie studio, but at the same time, yeah, just up their production a little bit. That's my only complaint. Yeah, they, work on they that. Uh, had the, uh, everything else super slow. They definitely had the excitement behind everything, the enthusiasm. Um, but I really, I want to s- them to start introducing a lot more new faces. Let us know what's going on behind the scenes a little bit more. Do you know? What? I I really loved those. Um, those videos with Sam Witwer, who who voiced Darth Maul and Palpatine and stuff in Clone Wars, he would take a tour of FFG and kind of like joke around, but they would show everything that's going on. I know that not everybody's in the office, but if we got some kind of tour soon, that'd be really neat to see. Well, one of the things that I really enjoyed was the fact that they emphasized that the point of contact will be their social media. If anything, FFG really struggled with disseminating information. You had to be part of this Facebook and then follow this person's personal Facebook page and then join this Discord. And then OP is going to tweet something, but then the, the actual you know Facebook page over here is going to say something. So hopefully AMG just consolidates all that information and we have a single source, whether it's their website, their Twitter, their Instagram, so that there's no longer this search of, oh, I happen to know somebody who knows somebody or this Discord server has this bit of information because this person knows that. So that's just a nightmare to me um, as as a as an organizer for events and trying to stay current. So I was really excited when they emphasized that. Yeah, eventually I'll, I just see whatever is important on like Discord or Facebook and then it gets to me that way normally. But I'll just wait for somebody to link it to me. I'm not going to go searching around on a wild goose chase. A lot of information. They kind of went into a lot of Armada and Legion stuff, too. If you guys are into that, check out the replay of the yep. t- uh, Twist stream. But uh, I honestly know nothing about those games. I have Legion. I've, I haven't played it in two years. I have Legion as well, and I haven't played much of it either. Like Those are really nice minis. Like, if you... You know, if you want something for your desk, they're great looking, even if you don't play. Uh, release date, March 26th for these three sets. We'll see if it happens. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to bring up for tonight's stream? Oh, I'm good. No, any, sir. Any shout outs, Mike, that you uh, want to shout out there? Uh, there's there's too many people to, to to shout out. If I was going to do a shout out for like our X Wing community here in, in Utah, 
with the exception of my buddy, Andrew Bangering Pollard. So he's my co-host with uh, the UCX podcast and then Nate Johnson as well. Uh, give us a listen. We have a good time. We're pretty animated. We like to throw a lot of shade. And I'm really thankful that you guys have me on. Thanks so much. Oh, absolutely. It was fun having you. What was your What was your group's Instagram again as well? Uh, Utah Competitive X-Wing. Oh, so, okay. You, okay, perfect. UCX, great. Yeah, we're, we keep it simple. It's We're not smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's best for Instagram, actually. Keeping it simple, I mean. All right. We hope everybody enjoyed this recap. Uh, there will be more to come, but it's finally exciting to hear from them. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. If uh, If you know any of us on Discord, you can always ask for a link. We can always send you a link to join the Discord and kind of keep up chat with us that way. But uh, if not, we hope to, uh, that you listen next episode, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Have a great Bye. Night.